Welcome to episode zero of Cabin Minute Cast. The scenario has been chosen. The ritual has begun. We are ready to appease the old gods one minute at a time. So I'm Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. And I'm Molly Balin of LittleRedMark.com. And right off the top, I just want to say, hey, Thomas Howith, thank you so much. You gave us the idea for our tagline, and it is awesome, and I look forward to memorizing it. Right now I'm reading it off of my phone. Yeah, so today we are going to be sort of introducing ourselves, letting you know what's going on, and uh, how, th- how we're going to proceed here. Cabin Minute Cast is the name of the podcast, and the name of the movie that we're going to be covering is The Cabin in the Woods. Uh, it's one of our favorite movies and uh, came out in 2012, and I I chose this a while back because I just loved it, and Molly jumped in and raised her hand up and said, hey, I love this movie too. <laughs> How can I be a part of it? And I said, be a part of it. Why don't we partner up and do this together? So this is um, in the tradition of the Movies by Minutes podcast family that has um, sprouted out from our pod fathers, Pete and Alex, over at Star Wars Minute. So we want to give them a, a shout out right here at the top. They're the ones that sort of pioneered this style of podcast making. And if you're not familiar, and I I promise you I'll let Molly talk here soon. But if you're <laughs> if you're not familiar with these movies by Minutes podcast, I recently finished up doing my first one, which was uh, Spinal Tap Minute. And we're literally going to be going minute by minute, episode by episode. So for episode one, which will be coming up in October of 2017, we will be covering the first minute of the movie, and so on and so forth. And we are going to be kind of doing a newer style of this where we're not going to go Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're going to give ourselves a bit of a breathing room during the week. And Molly and I are going to be dropping a new episode Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of each week. How's that sound, Molly? Did I kind of get the details right there? You awesomely got the details, yes. And I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to add here that I pretty much clamored at the opportunity to work with you on this movie. You had mentioned Cabin Minute Cast, God, months ago, and you know, you know it's gonna be a good project when you hear it and you're just automatically like, however I can get involved would be awesome. And it's just been a big fat yes course, we won't know exactly where this podcast will lead us because that's part of the excitement, <laughs> seeing how it unfolds. But we did want to let people know that, you know, this is a fan cast. So we're big fans of this, this movie, and we're going to get down to the nitty gritty and the details and maybe go on a few tangents here and there. Uh, we're going to be having guests for part of it, but also some sometimes it'll be just the two of us and kind of talk about things like soundtrack and angles of shots and things like that that are a little bit on the technical side, but it's hidden meetings and and silly jokes and fun stuff and you know what obviously with this this material there's it's ripe with all the other movies that sort of inspired it or the the characters and creatures and mythology that sort of wend their way through it. So 
we'll be, you know, talking about every one of the actors and the writers and the directors and a cinematographer and all that kind of stuff. But it's going to be from a point of view of, you know, love and and having fun discovering stuff. And we hope you enjoy discovering it with us. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, one thing that Molly and I talked about was how do we do this episode zero? You know, how do you kind of get to know us a little bit easier without us just sort of dryly talking about our background and such? And one thing that I suggested was that we take uh, inspiration from one of my other favorite podcasts, and that's the Pure Cinema podcast. The Pure Cinema podcast, they talk movies. They're both ex-video store managers and um, guys that are really in the film biz, and they have a lot of fun talking about genre films and cult films and Each one of their podcast episodes usually kind of covers maybe one genre or one era or some combination of that. And they're just really fun and informative. And I always end up with a list of movies that I want to see or haven't seen in a while or go, oh, yeah, I I remember that movie. I really like it, too. They started their podcast with something they called their Handshake Five. So Elric and Bob are the two co-hosts. And the Handshake Five is... Not your necessarily your five favorite movies or the five movies you think are the best movies ever or the top this or the top that. The Handshake Five are sort of these introductory, like how to get to know you a little bit better kind of movies that sort of maybe define your sensibilities or, you know, just what it is you dig about a movie. So I thought it'd be kind of fun if Molly and I, without consulting with each other beforehand, just said, hey, these are my handshake five. So this kind of happy to meet you. Here's five of my um, five horror or kind of spooky, scary suspense movies that are ones that sort of define what it is that I'm into and what I like about this this kind of movie. And um, so we're going to do that today for this episode zero. We'll each be talking about our handshake fives, and then uh, we'll probably digress into some of our other favorites. And then we'd love to have you guys do this too. So uh, if you can, on Twitter, we're at Cabin Minute Cast, and that's probably the easiest place to connect with us for right now is on Cabin Minute Cast. And you can just hashtag handshake, so the words handshake, and then five spelled out F-I-V-E. And uh, so what'll be interesting about that is that, you know, you may find the Pure Cinema podcast people out there going, you know, seeing what your handshake five is. Maybe we should do handshake horror five. Mm, Would that be better? Yeah. Yeah, To kind of define it. So we'll do handshake, H-O-R-R-O-R, five f-i-v-e so share your handshake horror five might take some uh, some editing to edit down the words of the movies that you're talking about so that you can fit it in there or, you know maybe do a couple in one tweet and then a couple in the next tweet so that they'll all fit in there but it shouldn't be too complicated if you know how to do quitter, twitter you can figure it out <laughs> i almost said quitter which sometimes <laughs> i feel like doing with twitter but <laughs> So yeah, your handshake horror five, please share those with us at um, just go at Cabin Minute Cast. That'd be awesome. So yeah, let's get this started, Molly. Why don't you share one of your 
one of your Handshake 5 horror, I'd say, yeah, we're kind of calling them the horror, creepy, spooky, suspense, thriller type movies. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to start out with The Ring. Um, Ooh. Yes, that's the, the regular old American uh, Naomi Watts version. And I'm going to start with The Ring, not necessarily because I feel like you were saying with the Handshake 5 in terms of philosophy of it being the best horror movie. But I think the... Can I just ruin stuff for people here who haven't seen? Yeah, just say, spoiler, <laughs> just alert. spoiler alert. It's been out for quite a while. So. Okay. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to presume um, y'all have seen it. And I think for me, what I really, what just disturbed me about the movie philosophically, and, and in general, you'll find I, I really, um, supernatural horrors, uh, specifically ghost movies, um, really just do terrify the crap out of me. And what really especially terrify the crap out of me in this movie is the ghost doesn't want help. And I think also the other part of this for me is, is as a Buddhist, there's this, this sense of uh, repetition of habit and um, she doesn't want help. She just wants everyone to feel really, really bad and just mm-hmm. wants, <laughs> wants to spread that badness across the land. And that to me was completely and utterly terrifying that. And there's like that, one scene in the beginning where you just see that girl who's leaning up, the teenage girl who's leaning up against the wall. She's the first one to go and just the head just boop, just tilts down just a second. And that's just, just so just a, a second of nastiness and grossness and dear God, what happened to you? Um. <laughs> yeah, that's great. See, I, I know I really liked watching that movie. And the thing I remember most of it is when she's um on think the boat and there's the horse and the horse gets loose and it's really dramatic yeah because the horse was like you know i know what's up and i'm not going to come along for this ride (laughs) right (laughs) you know it's bad and a horse you know horse is being so majestic and beautiful and emotional and tender and the horse is like fuck y'all i'm out of here and just (laughs) off the end it's like "I'm, i'm good i'm good to go here (laughs) Yes, yes. Very cool. Oh, that's great. I love it. I'm glad that that's your first. So I'll share, unless you have any more about the ring, I'll go ahead and share mine. No, you should go for it. Yeah. Okay. One of the ones that I picked was Return of the Living Dead. So I love this movie. It's it's got everything to me. Like there's some suspense, there's some horror, and there's a whole lot of comedy. There's great soundtrack. It's totally, you know, 80s punk and weirdo new wave, you know, the cramps and all these great bands. Awesome soundtrack. I have it on on a picture disc vinyl somewhere in my house, but um yeah, I think the acting is really great amongst the, uh, especially the older men that are in it. I mean, the kids are great, but the older guys that are sort of the character actor dudes, they do a great job. And it's super funny. And every time I see it, similar to some of these other movies by Minutes podcasts, every time I see it, I go, oh, man, I forgot about this part. Or, oh, I never really noticed that little subtle thing. And mm. I just think it's just, it's very clever, very funny. And uh, last year, my friend Joanne Yada and I had a showing of it um, here in uh, in Alameda, California, and it was so fun to to revisit it. It's one of my favorite movies I've watched with my brother and my mom, and that'll be kind of a common theme. Is that I'll, my dad introduced me to a lot of movies and um, even had a interesting 
books about cult movies and and uh, underground photography and other interesting cultural things around the house. But my mom and I are the ones, my mom, my brother and I are the ones that seem to watch, have watched the spooky movies together more often. And and so I remember fondly watching, watching Return of the Living Dead with the two of them a lot. And then recently watching it with a, a crowd of people, including my husband and, and my friend Joanne was just so super fun. So that's one of my all-time favorites. That's awesome. Because that's such a, a, like a warm bonding, like family thing. Like I just, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like Thanksgiving and like, like, but with split dogs and (laughs) people wanting to eat your brains and you have more paramedics. Yeah. It's so amazing. I just like, and it's cool too. You're like, look, it's punk. It's cool. And we shared it as a family. (laughs) Definitely. That's awesome. So how about you? What's your number two for the Handshake 5? Um, you know, on a similar note of soundtrack, I'm going to say The Crow. Super early 90s. It has a, some sentimental value to me in terms of, I think I met my first boyfriend. Mm. <laughs> um, met like a crew of people who I hung out with all the way through high school. And so I think when you're young and you're like 15 and you're like, oh my gosh, it's like super gothy and there's like sadness and like the romance and, you know, <laughs> vengeance. And then there's, you know, of course, hyperviolence and, and there's just a bitch in soundtrack. It was totally like the epitome of teenage goth angst in the Midwest for me. Cool. I actually have never seen that movie before, so that will be a good one for me to check out. I think one thing that will come across is that you and I are a little bit different in age, so there's Mm -hmm. those different touchstones for what movies resonate us for. You know, like you said, like when you're 15, movies really hit you in a different (laughs) way when you're 15 as when you're older or younger. It's a very pivotal age and very influential and so many hormones run amok and all that (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So then we'll go to my next one, which is one that I just talked about with uh, another podcaster on their podcast, which is The Thing. Mm. John Carpenter's The Thing. It's And again, this is one where I've, I know I've watched it with my mom and my brother numerous times in the dark. And it's so paranoid and creepy and beautifully shot and beautiful music and, and just, you know, a fantastic actor in the dog and you know the, the the lead dog plays this amazing role in just the early minutes of the movie and is fantastic and then then there's just the the jump scares and the the creepy wonderful um effects of the monster the thing itself you know and all of its manifestations and i just just revisiting it recently uh with harper from uh, the thing minute which mm-hmm. i highly recommend it's a fantastic podcast we just you know looked at five um Actually, what are we? Yeah, we ended up doing five minutes. We thought we were going to do just a couple, but we ended up doing five. And it was just so great to look at that one minute at a time. So, uh, yeah, the thing. 
John Oof. Carpenter's The Thing. Oof, love it, love it. I think it's John Carpenter. My dad actually knew John Carpenter, and he's mm. like, I guess John Carpenter, like, does, I think he passed away now, but... Um, no, he's alive. Is he alive? He's <gasps> touring. He tour, he's been touring with his music because he does a lot of the soundtrack music himself. Yeah, my dad was a roadie for him, like, way oh, back cool. in the day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, he's, he's still kicking. It's okay. Um, it happens. I'm, yeah, I'm glad that he's I'm glad he's alive and he's still making music and you know, yeah, I hope he's in the back of a tour bus somewhere with a joint being like, No man, I'm still here. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a goodie. It's a goodie. Um So yeah, so how about number three for you? Number three number three for me is the others. Mmm. That is a good one. Yeah. And that was a I guess that's pretty recent. That's probably in the last decade. And a really interesting choice, I think, for Nicole Kidman to do, but it really is one, you know, again, I'm going to ruin shit for people, but, um, but yeah, the, the fact that they don't know that they're ghosts and, you know, still trying to stay in the house is, is just, the twist is just incredible. And, you know, as I was saying earlier, I'm just a huge fan of, of the ghost stories. And I think this was just so creepy and, and told so impeccably well. And in the way that, it evolves in the story in that you have just key information that just keeps being held away from you. And, and, and really that you get to see how these people perceive things from their perspective, um, I think was a really unique take on the, the ghost movie. Yeah, I really liked that as well. And I would definitely like to revisit it. Like, some of those movies that we watch, what are they like after you've seen it already? So you know the big reveal. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of fun to go in and go, hmm, where were the where are the little clues or the little things that now you go, oh, yeah, obviously this or obviously that or, oh, that was interesting the way they shot this so that you didn't really figure it out maybe hopefully until the end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And the hubby being really creepy when he comes back and, and you're like, okay, you guys kind of spent the night, but he's being super weird. Then he's like out of there again. And it's like, okay, what's, you know, you presume he's just traumatized by war, but he's just super dead. (laughs) He's kind of bummed to see that everybody's also dead along with him. Right. Yeah, that one is good. Cool. Excellent. My third one is a classic. It's Suspiria. And when I think of my Handshake 5, I think of ones that I have no problem ever rewatching. You know, they're mm. the kind that I want to see again and again. And when I think of Suspiria, I think of the music, I think of the, the colors. You know, it's it's really a amazing combination of these sort of technicolor, psychedelic things that go on but that's just it it's one of those movies that just puts me on edge but I'm glad to be on edge so mm. not all of my movies do I want to feel that way <laughs> but I'm right. like ready to go in and feel the dream like nightmare like creepiness of Suspiria and another thing I like about it which will be similar to maybe some of the other movies that didn't make my handshake five but are sort of my you know ringer movies is ones where I remember the feeling of it over the exact things that happen Mm -hmm. so like I 
I generally remember the story of it. I've probably seen it five or six times, but how it really begins and ends, I don't remember. I just remember loving going along for the ride. That's awesome. I haven't actually seen that. What's the era? Like, when did that come out? Uh, Let me look it up because I can't remember. And that is one thing that everybody can get used to knowing about me is <laughs> that I do take a lot of notes and things. But if it's kind of like I'm really into music and I'm a musician, but I don't remember off the top of my head everything about, you know, a certain song or whatever. So it came out in 1977. Oh, OK. Yeah. And it's just interesting. It's like, so here's the little mini synopsis on IMDb, which doesn't really say much but i mean it doesn't give a hint to the feel of it but it's a it's a dario argento movie and it says a newcomer to a fancy ballet academy gradually comes to realize that the school is a front for something far more sinister and supernatural amidst a series of grisly murders mm. And I mean, I don't even remember the grisly murders. I just remember <laughs> the atmosphere and the feel and the creepiness and the amazing, the amazing colors that are all throughout it. Um, yeah. So, and the music yeah, and the, the, the atmosphere, like the different soundtrack and atmospheric sounds and all the stuff is, is just mind blowing. So I'd like to watch that again now that I have a place with like a big, big screen television and surround sound and stuff. Just experience it all of its creepiness. Sweet. Okay, your turn. Okay. Kind of going back to the 90s. I'm going to say the craft. <laughs> Ooh, another one I've never seen. Ah, yeah. So I think the craft will probably hold up a little bit better. It's witches. You know, you gotta gotta give props to the witches. And on a side digression, I don't know if there's any uh, American Horror Story fans out there, but um, my personal favorite is Coven. Oh, God, Coven. If I could put Coven on this list, um, that whole season was just, <laughs> just amazing. Yeah, the craft is kind of like mean girls with powers and people who get a little unstable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sort of call down some kind of, you know, supernatural being into yourself and you start, you know, doing some like walking on water and you get a little homicidal and, you know, you're a teenager and, you know, you get beefs with your lady friends and, you know, you, I don't know, you sort of try and, I don't know, kill them. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> so, yeah, that friendship didn't end well for everybody. Again, I think that that, I think that, ha that particular movie had, there's a, a Stevie Nicksness to it, where, mm. you know, even in the beginning, they've got, you know, the girls go out to the local witch shop, which I love the local witch shop. And I feel like if you're a goth chick and you're 15, it's a rite of passage to go out to like, the local new age Wicca store. I mean, we're both on the West coast, so we sure. know what that is. Um, you get know, your really candles, get your, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know, get your you incense. Know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it has um, similarly to the crow sentimental value for me. My next one is a classic. So I just couldn't not put it on the list. It is one of those that I always enjoy every time I see it. And that is psycho. Oh, yes. And I think, you know, when I look at some of these, like when I don't, when I look at Suspiria, I don't think of there being any haha -ha jokes in it. But when I think of Psycho, I think 
I love it. It's dark. It's spooky, but it's also really darkly funny the whole time. Mm. And I, I love dark humor and and I love the performances. <laughs> and of course, I mean, what's what am I going to say about Psycho? But I'll, I'll just I'll make it short and sweet. I love Psycho and it um, had to be on my hang- handshake five. Is just aged so creepily well. <laughs> yeah, that you know, it has one of those things that's turned into a trope, which is that kind of end of the road um, motel where there's the five room, you know, maybe five rooms all in a row, and who's this person behind the counter, and you're going to be sleeping in this room, and you know, maybe they're you know in the other room peeking at you through a hole or something like these are things that are now you know you've seen them in. X-Files episodes or in other movies and stuff. But this is, at least in my mind, the first one that you that I associate with that, that creepy hotel. And, and then, of course, there's all sorts of other good goodness. But I love that everybody knows what that's like to go traveling out out and about and kind of end up somewhere going, man, I'm going to spend the night here. You know, (laughs) (laughs) this feels uncomfortable. (laughs) Probably has to do with my age to some degree, but I can't quite tell if that was something already in the cultural consciousness of, oh shit, we're going into that creepy hotel. Like you're saying, I got to stop here. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's obviously family owned. Who knows what's up with these people or... Um, that sensibility arose from that movie and became something that became a part of the cultural consciousness after that. And just as you were saying, you know, with the X-Files has been repeated um, in media over the years. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but it feels like the first one. It's the first one to me, at least. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we're down to numero five Numero five And the last on my list is Brotherhood of the Wolf. Oh, Brotherhood of the Wolf. Mm-hmm. Have I ever seen that? I have no idea. That is uh, a French flick. Um, got Monica Bellucci in it and Vincent Cassell. I guess you'd say like revolutionary, probably 17 something, 1770s, I believe. Um, so it's a period. So you have like this beautiful blend of it's French. It's a period piece and there's heroics and it's creepy as shit. Cool. <laughs> and there's some martial arts in it too. It's a little bit more art house, but it's really just a fantastically rounded film. And, and I th- don't feel like people gave it enough credit. I will definitely check that out. Cool. Well, my number five, and again, like the, the today it could be this handshake five, tomorrow it could be slightly different, but I decided to settle on another favorite which and very rewatchable, which is Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead. So good. So that's the one, if people don't recall, it's the one that's set in the mall. And, uh, and I think that's one of the things that I'm learning about some of my favorite movies like The Thing. And, you know, we talked earlier about how Alien or Aliens could come right in here, but especially Alien, The Thing, and Dawn of the Dead, I think. When I think of those, I think of you are along for the ride with a group of people, you know, Mm -hmm. the small group of people, and you have to learn to trust each other. And then, 
uh, kind of fend for yourself quickly, think what, you know, you might do to survive in this very moment, or, you know, are you going to help somebody else out or, or slam them away, you know, behind a door, or, you know, it, it's kind of like how things ended up coming up in um, uh, The Walking Dead, where you're making all these decisions and making a new family and uh, figuring out kind of how you deal with <laughs> with paranoia and decision making. And so <laughs> there's, I don't know, there's a little, there's just, there's a lot of humor. And there's something iconic about, of course, the mall experience and being in this mall and then deciding how, how you're going to use the resources that you have. And, and uh, it's just really another great, creepy, fun, wonderful movie. The thing I like about your choices is they're very I don't, I want to say like family oriented. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mother, psycho. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're just like, oh, there, there's something really, <laughs> really sentimental. And they're movies that are like chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're hilarious. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm all about camaraderie and all that stuff. That's like one of my main things in coaching is like, how mm -hmm. can we all, you know, lift each other up and be part of each other's success stories and help each other out and all that stuff. So, you know, that I, that would make sense to me that that would be informed by some of these favorite movies. <laughs> totally. Really community oriented. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. I was I was actually the beach the other day with uh, my husband and I was saying, you know, one of the things that you're really good at is being really community oriented in your thought. And yeah, the movies that you chose would be representative of that. Super funny. So yeah, so I think that that was great. We both got to know each other better. And hopefully the people that are you know, listening in, you kind of get more of an idea of what Molly and I are all about. And I think, you know, you and I talked off mic about some bonus extra ones and, you know, some of our other favorites and maybe even more modern ones that we really like. But I think let's maybe save those for some other episodes. What do you think about that? Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, because we're coming up on, you know, who knows once we edit down all of our ums and uhs and everything, <laughs> but we're coming up on about the 45 minute mark. So that's probably a good time for us to start wrapping up episode zero. And so yeah, we'll start doing that now. So at this moment, we're recording, we're planning on a release date. And do you want to say what that release date is? Yes, um, release date is going to be Monday, uh, October 2nd, 2017. Awesome. So as long as everything goes as planned, <laughs> that will be our release date. And and um, we've mentioned it before, but we, we will have a website. But as of at this moment, we know that you can find us at Cabin Minute Cast on Twitter and Cabin Minute Cast on Instagram. And in the future, I'm sure we'll get a Facebook page going. We haven't done that yet. We're not going to do a phone call place for you to call in. 
<laughs> but we are at cabinminutecast at gmail.com if you're um, dying to email us about something. Uh, or if you want to send us your handshake horror five via email, that's fine too. But uh, Twitter is a great place to connect with us right away at Cabin Minute Cast. Yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed just hanging out with us and kind of talking horror and getting to know what we're about. And, and I'm really excited to bring the cabin in the woods uh, down to those little minutes and bring them out to you one episode at a time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, starting in October. Yay! So on that note, we'd like to thank you for joining us today for episode zero of Cabin Minute Cast. This has been Heidi and Molly. Join us again Monday, October 2nd for episode one, and we'll see you back at the cabin. Mm-hmm.